Hello, and welcome to the Savage Performance Podcast, Episode 3. Listen as I, your host, Nathan Savage, teach you how to become a high performer and achiever in business, sports, and tactical service. In today's episode, we're going to cover three key lessons I learned in the book Extreme Ownership, written by Leif Babin and Jacko Willink. So in this book, there's three key principles that I've, I've personally learned from their audiobook. And these principles have taught me numerous things. And these numerous things I've already seen with their implementation see a huge difference, not just in my business, but in my personal fitness, as well as my life and my relationships. The reason this applies to everybody in my podcast, not just, even though it's savage performance, I want this performance to be something that applies over to everything. You can't have an, a high level of performance in anything, whether that be business, your, your performance with your family, or sports, without having the mentality of a leader. Okay, So in these three principles, we're going to be talking how these three principles applied today can increase your performance, your quality of life your quality of leadership and sports performance and business performance. So let's go and hop into three key principles. So lesson one that I learned was destroy your self-preserved or perceived limitations. This is a huge, huge factor addressed in this book. And Leif Babin and Jack Willink are actually Navy SEALs. They worked with um, Chris Kyle and tons of other guys in some pretty secret and intense operations and especially in Romedy is one that they go over a ton in their book, Extreme Ownership. Now, one of the things they talk about in the book is how the SEALs have to be able to go through everything. They have to be able to destroy their self-perceived limitations, and they, those can't be there. You have to be able to tell yourself, I can do whatever I want. And so the three key factors I got out of this one principle is never lose sight and focus. Most guys quit their Navy SEALs, SEAL training very fast just because they lose sight and they lose focus of the end goal. You have to stay dialed in 100% while knowing that the end goal is. If you start losing focus, you're going to get tired. You're going to get tired mid-workout. You want to go home. You're going to be like, okay, this one meal may not be a big deal. If it applies over to business, this one, this one mistake may be along the lines of some kind of deal may go wrong. So I want you guys to think right now about your main goal and whatever it is and never lose sight and focus of that one goal. If you keep that in mind, you will be able to achieve it no matter the, long, no matter the, the distance of time it may take. The next thing is eliminate the words I can't from your vocabulary. Guys, I can't stress this enough and it's especially something that I think we could all use right now. People are told no so much in this world like we're, we're told no I think uh, I think there's a study that actually came out talking about how often we're told no versus yes and the, how how negative most people are and how negative we were pretty much taught I want you guys to know you could do whatever you want you have to be able to eliminate the words I can't from your vocabulary we are amazing people we have so many options and, uh, and possibilities that we don't even realize um, there's a girl I just got finished talking to I've picked up a part-time job as a server at Alamo Draft House, and I've talked to one of my uh, trainer, trainers, Meg. She's gone through a lot, and she's phenomenal. She's a great girl. She's learned how to persevere, persevere personally in my life. The words I can't are just something I don't say a lot. You have to learn that I can't isn't in your vocabulary. And one of the things that from I can't, what that leads to, 
So the first thing you're going to do if you, you most people happens is you'll choose your objective and you'll start going. You might be happy because you saw Eric Thomas give a motivational speech on it or something along those lines. Maybe 20 minutes after that speech is over, you start losing sight and focus on what you want. That's when the I can't gets in. It's like, man, I don't know how I'm ever going to be able to achieve those goals and be able to dunk or be able to be a high performer in my job or be able to get my family back. After that sets in, people usually quit within 10 minutes of greatness. This is kind of a goal. They say most people, it's, I don't know if anybody's ever seen that, uh, the, the picture that goes around. It's of a man who's been digging his way underground trying to find diamonds and he stopped like literally like four feet in front of the diamonds. And there's another story of a man who just who went all the way and he won. I remember listening to a TED talk and it was this talk of a woman who um, she, one of her goals I think was to swim from Cuba down to the Florida Keys or Florida, it was one of the two. And um, I think she, the first time she wanted to go, she made it so far out and she was stung by some rare type of uh, jellyfish. The second time she headed out, she was going, it was a really foggy day, and um, she stopped about, I think it was maybe five miles out from the shore. She couldn't see it. The mist was there, but she let her body tell her what was going to happen. She let her mind say, you know what, that's enough. She gave in to the weakness of her body. She gave in to the weakness of, man, I don't know if I could do this. She let I can't flood her mind, and that's why it stopped her from achieving what she really wanted. So I want you guys to do is once you set that goal, once you think that it's an attainable goal and a smart goal and something you can do, put your head down, get after it, get rid of those self-perceived limitations and do not quit 10 minutes from greatness. You don't know. I know a bunch of guys are struggling, whether that be in the weight room, things aren't increasing like you want, whether that means sports, you're just not getting what you want. Regardless of your situation for the performance you're looking for, you might be 10 minutes away from achieving greatness. So that's principle one, destroy your self-perceived -limit limitations. Let's move on to number two. And this is a principle I've seen in my own life make a very big impact and make it happen. Plain and simple. Bold that out, look at yourself in the mirror, tell yourself right now, you will make it happen. So what I mean by that is one of the things that they talk about in the SEAL meetings is they'll sit there and they'll talk for a second and they'll talk, um, they'll go over the plans, but when they're done, they're like, I want you guys or like, do you think you guys can do it? They don't ask questions like that. They just say, you know what? Make it happen. I don't care how you do it. I don't care what it takes to do it. I just want you to make it happen. So don't ask yourself how rather than, do it. sorry, I messed that up. Don't ask yourself how. Rather, say it'll happen with confidence. When you say, I'll make it happen, you, you're presenting yourself in confidence. One of the really interesting things I read about Michael Jordan, who is a legendary trash talker in the NBA, is they said that he liked trash talking because it elevated him to a level to where he had to live up to those expectations. He, he said, you know what? I'm going to go right here. I'm going to drop 30 points on you right now from now on. And he didn't want to be the guy to look stupid. He wanted to drop those points and inflict not inflict but enforce his will upon people you got to be able to say you know what i'm going to make this happen and i'm going to make it go i'm going to do everything i can to make this happen of course there are things that are uncontrollable 
Um, for example, Gary Vaynerchuk wanted to buy the New York Jets. He can work his own entire life, and that is his job. He's hustling at that. That doesn't mean he will get it simply because the guy might, may not choose not to sell. But that doesn't mean you should stop yourself. You should be able to put your head down and get after it. And one thing you could do to make it happen, which is another, another, uh, another saying in the SEALs is you're only as strong as your weakest link. So take a good minute and think about what's your weakest link preventing you from reaching the goal. Um, most people, if your goal is to look good, have tons of energy, your weakness probably is going to be your nutrition. Uh, one of my clients right now just are changing lunch up, and I'm going to be talking about these guys a lot, lunch and breakfast up. He's losing about a pound and a half a week. So far throughout the past month and probably one week, he's lost two and a half inches off his belly button. Um, that's so like his waist, essentially. Um, it's important to find that weakest link. That weakest link initially is going to give you that big jump start to get where you want to go. If it's in business, um, find that weakest link. If it's in your family, your weakest link can maybe be your ineffection towards your wife or your ineffection of not doing things for your kids. Find the one thing that you're lacking on and attack it. If that's in basketball and you can't handle, get your handles up. If it's in football you can't catch, start working on catching balls. If it's your, if you're a quarterback, work on throwing things at a friggin' tree for God's sakes while you're going back and forth. You could find one thing today that's your weakness, destroy and attack that weakness, and you can make it happen, guys. I promise you, this book has just opened up a lot for me, realizing that we could push ourselves so much further than we really think we can. And the last principle here, guys, for number three, is lead by example and sacrifice. I just mentioned earlier how I started a job at Alamo Draft House. And um, one of my jobs right now is I'm doing support, so I'm helping run food and things along those lines. And one of the things I see a lot is a lot of complaining. Um, complaining about management, complaining about uh, people that come in, so I guess customers, things along those lines. And it makes me sick and disgusted because it is your job, regardless of situation, to take ownership for what's going on. For example, I'll give an example here. If people aren't getting what they wanted, if things aren't coming out on time, you can't blame the kitchen. You have to blame yourself. You have to take control and take blame for everything. Once you do that, you can try to make some kind of plan going forward to take care of the situations. Passing blame is just going to burden and pretty much fog up any kind of situation. So regardless, if you're not getting the results you want, it's on you. You could blame a coach to so much extent, but you could be with the worst coach in the world and get results. If you're trying to get fat loss and you if, if you emailed me saying, hey, Nathan, what can I do to lose this weight and start feeling better? And I said, okay, let's figure out your food log. So for the next seven days, I want you to track every single thing that goes inside your mouth on MyFitnessPal. Cool. You say, got it. And if by the end of those seven days, you can't name me every single thing that's your fault. Now, if I talk to you saying, you know, let's try to figure this out and try to figure out a way to do this, um, you're like, you know, I just can't get it all the way done. I need to find an easier way. I could help you implement an easier way to go forth with that. But we have to be able to own whatever situations. If you're failing at anything, own your shit. Period. You have to own everything. If you don't own it, you can't admit to it. It's kind of like the first step of admitting or uh, I think of fixing a problem is 
admitting that you have one. You have to be able to admit, you know, I'm struggling here and I need to fix this problem ASAP. I can't get to where I want to go blaming others. And you can't become an amazing person blaming others. you got to be able to own your situation and get after it, guys. That sums it up today for episode three of the Savage Performance Podcast. Let me know what you think. Come holler at me on Instagram at Savage Performance. Or you're more than welcome. I'd love to hear from you on email. You can email me at coachsavage at gmail.com. Always make sure to subscribe, leave me any reviews if you want, and share this with your friends. I want to be able to make an impact with you guys. This is all free and I'm not charging for anything. In fact, I'm going to be giving away tons of free quality content very soon that will be able to help you step over those limitations and hurdles to really get you where you want to go, guys. As well, I'm happy you're here. I'm so honored to have you listening to this. You guys have a fantastic week and I'll see you Wednesday.